Yo, what is up guys? Welcome back to another Unique Minds podcast. In this episode, I bring one of my dope, amazing friends. Uh, His name is Taj Francois. He is a multi-hyphenate creator. He is a director, filmmaker, sometimes screenwriter, also a photographer. And we talk about the hardships of freelancing. When do you know it's the right time to freelance? And also what it is or the lifestyle of a freelancer we also talk about the three years that Taj has freelance and he's been able to work with big companies such as LV and being given the opportunity to work with Frank Ocean and his endless video shoot I had so much fun recording this episode and I had so much time editing this episode and I really hope that you guys enjoy uh yo i'm with oh i'm too loud yo i'm with the lovely i shouldn't say lovely <laughs> <laughs> it's all good i appreciate it all right, I'm it with is the lovely. it's it's i'm with my boy my boy taj frank souls almost <laughs> and uh taj francois there we go. francois 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 are you Haitian. You're Haitian? Haitian. Haitian. This is the first time that I've had a full conversation with you. (laughs) I've known you for almost a couple of months now. Yes, a couple of months. Um, We've met. I don't know how we met. No, no. Uh, I I know how we met. Yeah. I know how we met. Um, Shout out to Allie for that. Shout out to the GOAT. Um, My majority year. So, I guess... Introduce yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Yeah. Um, hey, I'm Taj Francois. <laughs> nice to meet y'all. Um, I am a multi-hyphenate creative. Um, Wait, what? A multi-what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give y'all some new words you know, in this podcast. Um, we're still going to do like directing, cinematography, editing, uh, photography, uh, sometimes screenwriting. So know. the j- Jack and... No, jack of all trades. That's, basically, that's, yeah, when yeah. it comes to being a creative, that's the that's the role. Yeah, I felt like I had to step into that um, more side of necessary, right? Like necessity in me. Like, there's so many people around it to you that you would like to help, but then you ask them, and their availability isn't when you need it to be. So it's just like, fuck, it, I'm just gonna learn everything. Ah, so out of I guess out of all of that, what do you prefer? Like, what do you like the best? Because I know they're all like tedious and yeah. time consuming. Which, which? Yeah, I definitely I like photography. I think the best. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> a left, right? Photography, photography, and DP work too. I think out of all of those, photography to me personally seems the least tedious. Um, so it's kind of like an easier jump into creative pocket right. for me, um, with like editing. If you're on a fast enough computer, that's also <laughs> a, a freaking fact. Cause if your computer can't handle it, then that shit's just whack. But, um, if you're like have a machine that can run with you and move at the pace you need, then editing can also be. All right, so I've always had this, this question when it came to editing and have, how do you edit like such a big movie? Like, how does that yeah. work? Like, let's say, like, a movie in the movie theaters. Right. And how, like, for example, Endgame. Right. Have you seen Endgame? Yeah, I saw Oof. it. I saw it. <laughs> oh, man, such a... <laughs> yeah. How do you edit something like that? 
Um, who Ed Game is a big one, cause like the budget for it. So, who after everything is shot and <laughs> taken care of, I'm gonna make it as brief as I can. After everything is shot and all taken care of, um, usually have a list of uh, assistant editors, right? Uh, people who will actually sift through all that footage Jeez. and figure out it's a three hour film. Right yeah, there. exactly. So it's like over maybe 200 hours of footage shot total so there's like probably multiple assistant editors it's probably like you work on this scene you work on this scene so who kind of combines it all so then you get to the actual editor so the assistant editor's job is to like give details and name shots so it's right. easier for the editor to go through it that's dope. yeah that seems like a lot of work yeah man oh man have yeah. you have you done something like that uh, I've assisted edited a good amount before I started editing myself. Right. Like, uh, like I always edited my own small stuff, but professionally, right. you had to start as assistant editor, and then you get up to editor. So, when it comes to movies like that, do you need like a? Is there like a special main computer for that, or? Uh, you have a just a damn super powerful one. Yeah, okay. like like super spec'd out. Yeah, there. like you have like the top tier Mac Pro. You have the top tier because like Windows. Yeah, when it's Marvel, they're like we got bread. Whatever <laughs> computer you need, we got you. Oh, that's so dope. I forgot uh, yeah. to ask you, how was your morning? How's your How's your morning been? It's been all right. It was chill. Uh, you know, did some adulting this morning. Ran to the bank, figure out some you know stuff, get business LLCs proper and everything like that. Somebody wake up, uh, right? Like, <laughs> I'm over here. Like, right it's only two. It's a. It's, it's about to be three, three right. o'clock in the afternoon, and you then. What, what time did you wake up? Uh, today I woke up at eight thirty. Eight thirty. So not too early today. Usually it's a little like I usually get up seven, get like a morning workout, try to get a morning meditation oh. in. Oh. You know, Tell me more. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to be at your level over here. Try get you know. I mean, I've tried right. waking up early, but. I mean, I, I I did it for a good like two months straight. And yeah. Then when you start working like retail, it, like it goes on. Yeah, it fucks yeah. everything up because you're working some days late. Yeah. Some days you work really early, and then there's other days like that. Yeah. So, the wanted to point out that you're a full time freelancer. Yep. Yep. I had my friend that I just recorded. Uh, podcast with andrew is also freelance i didn't want to talk so much about him being a freelancer right because i wanted to wait for this conversation to talk more briefly of what you do yeah and like when do you start freelancing um i started freelancing uh towards the middle of 2016 um three years now three years that you've been doing this yeah so three years freelancing now um and that all was able to happen i used to work at this real small production company um doing like <laughs> not great videos like it was like a hand and stone commercial it'll be like literally one of the companies they work with raced rc cars and um, it was just rc you know, like the the yeah. toy cars yep and you recorded you edited and I recorded edited, not record i didn't record those ones okay. but i just edited it like our company we had them as a client and it's like we need a quick little like one minute spot of this toy car and you just be like wow i'm really, <laughs> I'm really here right now doing this toy car <laughs> so but i was broke at the time right and i was like i needed to you know to get paid and that was like the job that i was able to secure um so in the midst of working on that job uh i actually got 
linked up with Frank Ocean uh, from that. Lovely Frank Ocean. Yeah, which is <laughs> uh, the plot twist of it, because when you hear Hand and yeah. Stone and RC cars, you're like, what are you? You go from, like, right here to, like, right here within, like, two <laughs> yeah, months. Yeah. How did you manage to do that? Like, what, like... What did you geek out? What happened? Yeah. You're right. So uh, to not get to too many details, because you know he yeah. likes to be private. But um, I the job I was working, uh, Frank's manager at the time uh, was reaching out to local places in New York, right, to see if they can get anyone on hand to assist and be on set. Um, my colleague at the time went first because I was on vacation. Uh, came back. And they were like, hey, you just want to do this? They didn't really tell me much of what was happening. They were just like, there's this gig. It's going to take place from t- this time to this time. You want to do it? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to be in the office doing this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm out. Let's go. Um, so I get there. Uh, we're in a warehouse. Um, and it's at the time I didn't know. But later on, find out it's the endless shoot. Um, and I'm on set with them just doing DIT work, which is like, managing media right. like making sure like all the cars and everything is shot right, proper right, right. and this looks good um and i was talking to him i talked to the director uh talked to the engineer kind of just trying to you geek out like i didn't you... no nah, that's uh internally internally like, yeah, yeah you didn't want to like express it like right, right there and then yeah because like feel weird right because i'm a i'm a fan for sure but like also, just previous to work with Frank, I'd worked right. with like uh, Alec Baldwin and, Ju- and uh, Julian Moore. Right. And I'm just like, they're people. And if I was on the other side of it, I want you to talk to right. me as a person. Right. I don't want you to be like. Like you have that same feeling, like you see him as a person. Yeah. But he just has a person with talent and yeah. has more um, influence. Exactly. Yeah, like growing up listening to his music, right. there's a lot of songs I can relate to. So there's like an emotional factor to me and someone who's made you feel a certain type of way. For Do sure. you feel considering that that was like someone that you grew up listening to a big accomplishment or yes. like one of one of many? This is like one of, many, one of like you get to glow and tell people, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank Ocean. It definitely was like um because I listened like just one song on the uh, the, the tape um, I can't even think of right now with the uh, <laughs> when you first heard it's called There Will Be Tears and it's right. based off of the right. Mr. Hudson track um, and he like talks about like missing his dad or whatever 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 and like I first heard that I'm like I don't know maybe 14, 15, 16 at the time and I hear this and it just like resonated so deeply and like I became a fan of him instantly mm-hmm. from there so meeting him was definitely a, like word okay <laughs> <laughs> like oh this is happening like, right now yeah it's like i expected yeah. some years to go by for this would happen like i was 21 at the time and i was like word okay got it um but you know you can't, you can't right, let that show right. you're a professional you gotta be like okay you know i respect the easy mind and yeah, then, yeah is there anything that he told you that you're taking that you took with you and then you're gonna hold like did he give you any advice or something like motivation for you to like hold and continue on growing with it yes yes absolute absolute they're like it's more personal so right, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine i won't repeat it here but it's like we had there'll be some hours when we were like work to like 4 a.m right for a bit and like be right. able to it would just be us and we talk and like some of those conversations for sure helped like just me move forward as a creative 
which is awesome and it's so appreciative so appreciative so since we're on the topic of freelancing and since freelancing is like yeah the big genre like not the genre but like it's a fad now like in the yeah. generation everyone wants to freelance yeah was it easy for you to freelance when you first started after it wouldn't have been right. if it wasn't for that frank gig to happen okay that kind of gave like the seal of approval mm-hmm. from someone who like the industry respects that was like okay you can do you can be on work of this caliber okay that means you could probably right. do x y and z right. you'll probably be good at that so would you say that one experience just made you push harder for yeah it would like it gave me a uh, perspective on what like the big dogs do like the difference between like okay i think i'm doing something and then what doing something actually looks like so that put like ignited a drive in me for sure to like hustle harder um and with the freelancing i had actually a friend that i was at that same production company with her girlfriend had an in at this uh ad agency and she was like she would talk her up to me just because like we were very close Mm -hmm. friends and i helped her learn how to edit and she was like you should get into this place once I got into that ad agency and started going in there, I started assist editing for them. Even though I was like working with Frank, I was like, okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have like the super real for you guys to just start paying me <laughs> the big bucks like that. Um, so I came in and just consistently hustled. Just like, what's right. your availability? Right. I'm like, I'm free all the time. <laughs> like, whenever you, I'm like, when y'all need me, I'm free right now like, if you yeah. want. <laughs> right. I'd be like, what? Right now? It was like, bet. Email two minutes ago, I'm ready at the door, bet. What's <laughs> So um, that's those two together kind of what's what done it. It's it's harder to say like that's editing mm-hmm. freelance work. That's more consistent right. in my opinion. When you're doing when you're starting off photography or DP work, that's a little few and farther between mm-hmm. depending on what content you're trying to make. Like if you're like I like doing music videos. If you want to get paid a lot you're not gonna be there's certain music videos that, that have like a certain yeah, budget that yeah. You're like, yeah some artists will become to you like yo can you do my whole video for like 200 <laughs> and be like bro you know how much effort i gotta put into this you your know? effort your like your own self yeah your time your energy like literally um so when coming to the decision do you have anyone to go to like to i guess help you with the process of going full time like do you have a friend or someone that you like constantly would hit up like oh yo do you think this is a good idea should I go mm. and do it the the um my friend Arlene's girlfriend who was the one who was at right. the ad agency I would speak to her since even though I would freelance with her company she was very open and cordial with me right. since we were already close so I would go to her just to talk to her about like you know like hey I have this other gig this other opportunity do you know about this company or also the thing of being at ad agencies you usually frequently run into other freelancers right so like if they're open and good people they're usually very open to share information of like hey i went to this company <laughs> that's not the move <laughs> don't go there or to be like i actually freelance at this spot it's great if they hit you up you should go like they kind of start freelancers give each other the little seeds so have you have you worked with an agency right yeah yeah and you worked freelance what do you prefer i mean I think that's an easy question but yeah it's kind of it's kind of the same like i freelance with the agency okay so um like i'll get booked out as uh law-wise to be like a independent contractor okay um 
but the ad agency is just another person hiring you. Okay. It's like they just have more legals and more, more paperwork yeah, and more all of that. Yeah, just to cover like their back end, make sure, you know, tax things are going right and all that, that stuff. That sounds like a lot of work. It's a- <laughs> like a lot of work to just like when you first dive into it, it's definitely overwhelming when you don't know about it. Have you okay? I don't know if this is a little bit too personal. Have you? You don't have to say it, but have you ran into like any legal problems? Like right, so far, right now I haven't any legal problems. The only thing is this one. Uh, the only problems that come up is from a lack of legal work. I'd say. Okay. It's like if you did a gig with someone based off word of mouth or like promise of payment but right. by word mm-hmm. and no papers and were then, involved and, and no papers no paper, involved that kind of like yeah. just that word that gets muddy like there's <laughs> one gig that i'm like waiting on i'm waiting on like mad money from and i oh. finished that gig like a year ago so it's like you know like you now you're like in what, do you, what do you ear. think what do you think is worth it though to actually like fight it uh if it's enough money it would have to be a lot of money because when right. you try to get into like lawyer fees and everything like yeah. that, it's I don't think it's gonna because be I've been small, so. I've been I have one friend that's been like constantly telling me to like watermark my pictures, mm-hmm. right? We all know that watermarking your pictures kind of just ruins the quality of your pictures, so yeah. it's like one of those where do like I watermark my pictures or I don't watermark like I don't watermark my pictures and then someone steals it, right? Like you know. Is it worth it to go through the whole lawyer fee, like lawyer stage and like getting your money worth? Like it's... I would say depending on who steals it. Right. Like if you're having, I don't know, maybe you took a dope photo of a girl or guy taking a happy swig of a Coca-Cola can and they want to use that as their ad campaign. That's... You have to fight that. (laughs) Because they're shelling out bread. They're going to post it in like xyz different countries like that you should put money down for if somebody like i don't know something small i don't like maybe some like a small like okay like i've had the situation where someone had took my picture i took a picture like a year ago they took it Mm. he's an artist and they put it as their album cover with no consent they didn't tell me nothing. Yeah, now I come at that. I, 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 surprisingly, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I didn't want because I didn't want to cause that. I don't know. Like I don't, I don't know how to do, deal with that. Like I didn't want to yeah. like hit him up and be like, yo, why are you using my picture? Yeah. Like yeah. everything, it was already out and it was already like, I wasn't gonna get anything out of it. The only right. thing that I would have probably gotten is either paid for it, right? Or I would have just. They would have just taken it down, remade the cover art. Okay. But again, it was like someone that was like mainstream wasn't yeah. like so much popping. So I was like, I don't right. know if that was worth it to even right. write it. I got you. You know, so I've yeah. had situations like that before and I was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, I would say like as an artist, you should fight for things right. that you've created. And if like someone else is putting it into the world, like even if with that, if you were trying to get money from it, at least give you credit. <laughs> Like this, the photo album art photo was taken by Vic, you know, at right. least get something of that sort, just cause we all put ourselves into what we create. And if someone else is going to try to put it out there, like it's theirs, right. it's like, nah, I, that was my framing. That was my vision. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just, it doesn't have to be so possessive, 
but just like just at least acknowledge that I put my heart into it, whatever, you know. That's dope. So I guess for the next I, I always ask this question. I ask this question to myself, to every friend that I have, where do you see like where do you see yourself in five years? Like what what do you envision in five years? You're right. The like, ultimate question. <laughs> those, yeah. are, those, are, those, those are the hard questions. Yeah. It's like, where do you see yourself in five years? Yeah. In five years. Or um, ten, three, I don't know. Mm. If you want to break it down, three, five, ten. Or... Right. I'm thinking in five years, I want to be um, well-established in my photography. I want to be well-established in my cinematography and well established in my directing those three pockets and each of those are tedious like we said earlier really tedious but i'm like the way my like ambition is set like for me my culture also plays a big part like being haitian right like in our history during like slave time and trades and all that such right. like that we had a haitian revolution where we actually like pushed everyone out of our country like we won the battle like we okay. pushed the french out so learning that as a child just put this like deep sense of pride like in you you're like right. okay if we were fighting <laughs> off slaves what masters and everything like that we like, can't, we, I like, can you can't tell anything. me nothing I can yeah do anything. <laughs> i'm like you can't tell me nothing so um i'm very much want to be killer in every one of those aspects like i'm very much like want to get help of course still from people around me but for me to be able to do all of them too at the same time great but it also has to be like a, a proper slow build like it should be like two years right going hard at photography or two years going hard at so like you you want to see like focus on one certain skill yeah. per like two years yeah year, and then advance on it yeah yeah okay. it's good like, to be multi-talented too because literally like you if you didn't know how to direct, if you don't know how to edit, yeah. you would just have one thing. That's yeah. why I'm trying to learn video as well, and that's why I asked. Like you know, yeah. I asked you before. I was like, oh, let me learn some video. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's it's it kind of gets like repetitive when you're doing the same thing. Like yeah. there's so much more that you can learn with one piece of like equipment. Like literally, yeah. you have a camera that can do it all. Yeah. You can take pictures. You can record. Even with with this, you know, you can get mics and you can set up a podcast yeah. and you can yeah. literally do it all. Like it's there's so much to it. Um, that's dope though. That's literally, yeah, it's that's, epic. I think too, like our era, like right. our age range coming up. We just, we can't, we, like, one thing is just not enough for us. Nope. Like, we're just, we need more. We're like, okay, when you see, like, what the previous generations or whatever did, or, like, the people who've been at the same job for, like, 50 years right. or something like that, no, no disrespect to that. That's how they were taught. And that's mm -hmm. how they were raised, and that's what they know. But for us coming up, it's like, nah, I could take, <laughs> I could do more. I know there's more to, in so that like, horizon. With with the three, what, like, if you had to choose the three? The first. Like, what would it be like to do for the rest of your life for the rest of my life be... yeah it would be it would be those three it would be directing dp photography i mean there could be a random point in time when i get older you learn something different. yeah learn something different i'm like okay maybe not do that or if i get like a really fire collaborator right. that i'm like oh you like shoot exactly what's in my mind i don't even like you okay you mm -hmm. just do it and you love doing it more than me like this is your single craft and you want to focus on that as your mastery then i might as well just get a collaborator and then just jump solely on directing or something like that and then still have like my creative moments so right. like more personal work 
But like bigger projects, it'd be like, all right, now I'm just hiring my boy for that. You know, you know what I mean? And then you put people on you care about too. So, so what's been the, the most hardest thing that you've dealt with being a freelancer versus having a regular job? Hmm. The hardest thing of being a freelancer is when you hit slow seasons. Ooh. There would be like, that's kind of why as a freelancer, you tie yourself into so many different like ad agencies are having so many different clients because if you're only freelancing with like one client the chances are there's gonna hit a period of time where they're not getting as much work as they used to right. and then they also don't have that money to hire freelancers anymore they'll try to get someone in-house to do the work instead because they're like they're already on employee yeah. salary we can ha- overwork him and not pay him OT okay so like let's just do that that's so, kind of it with you freelancing, and I tell you this, this guy is so low-key with the people <laughs> and the stuff that he's done. Like, if he were to tell you, like, literally, you would be like, what? <laughs> like, appreciate it. Appreciate it. <laughs> you know, you're, you're very low-key, and it's dope because I say low-key in a sense when it comes to social media. You know, yeah. now at times, social media is a very important factor of, like, anything like if you have 10k followers if you have you know 30k followers you have more of a higher chance to get hired to any other brand company yeah absolutely whatever it is so when it comes with you being super low-key it's like how do you manage to get like work right since do you does instagram play a part in that or you're just that good that you get hired i appreciate it i wish i wish um Instagram, I would say, plays mainly parts in photography okay. than anything else. Um, but it's really word of mouth. Okay. It's like people I've worked with, I've built good relationships with as well. So they'll refer me to someone else that they know. Like I work with a artist closer to my hometown, Mira Fontaine um, and like Frankie Hill, um, which are like smaller but still fire they both right. can wrap their asses off straight <laughs> word to them um but so like uh their manager john that right. i work with uh for what music videos for each yeah. of them he had a mentor uh leroy who's like more established in the business and he was looking for someone to do a music video with so he referred to me because he knows i kind of have like a higher kind of sense of okay. bigger productions and how mm-hmm. they work um, and then I work with him for, with this Danish artist Kwame Liv who's like real big in Denmark um, super dope albums awesome and then now I'm like in speaking with him to possibly do like a video with Lion Babe it's kind of just like just <laughs> talking to people they see you and then you just get cool with people and then when you go into these ad agencies a lot of these people have been doing it for a long time too right. so then they also have their relationships and it's just all word of mouth like connections is really the name of the game like they that's not a like a lie or an exaggeration so would you say like if someone is starting out to freelance you think like networking with people is yes the right thing? network networking is essential but you also need to be able to back up what you say right like on the spot they'd be like yo i can do this you need to have that work on your phone to show them like because saying hey yeah check out my website i'm not gonna check out your website to be honest with you like i'm gonna hear you but and the reality of how my day operates and how busy i am I'm not gonna have time to remember. Oh yeah, this kid told me I should check so out the website. So would you say website. business card is good too? Business cards are good business too. Cards. Business cards, yeah, essential. Okay. I just got one. Yeah, <laughs> there you, you go. Know, He's like, <laughs> so how did you manage to relearn 
like not relearn but learn the stuff that you know now yeah for freelancing uh definitely a lot of just trial and error um no one was there in my life like beforehand like i wasn't related to anybody in the industry already so it was like being friends with people getting cool asking them questions and then just going with what i would think would be right just by like my own Mm -hmm. sense of common sense to me and then it'd be like no that was wrong or they'd be like oh okay that worked and you'd be like okay fuck let me re you know structure how i go about business at this point in my life or be like okay this actually worked let me follow with that and then you do got to talk to people way more experienced than you because they'll give you like insight to be like hey you should get this llc you should do this this business um so my opinion on that is also very true like something i think i heard was from gary v or it was someone on the internet yeah, that yeah. literally spoke about it. They were like, always, always, no, it was a Chinese dude. I don't remember his name, but always work with people that are better than you. Yeah. Right? Essential. Always Essential. surround yourself that are people that are smarter than you. How, like, in my, my opinion, how do you cope with that? Because you know how sometimes you work with someone that's like 10 times better than yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, shit, I want to be just like them. But at the same right. time, it's also... You have that opportunity to learn from that person and yeah. develop from that person. So yeah. it's like uh, I always come into it personally very humble. Right. I'm like, I understand that I can't make up for the experience you have. This that's just impossible. You can't do that. Mm. So I come in and be like, Hey, I'm working on at this I'm at this point in my career, I'm creating this type of work right now. What do you think? I like to get criticisms, opinion. I'm not, I'm very open to criticism. There's not the way when I did film school for a quick right. year, what quick. they taught you real early was to have tough skin. It's like, cause people are going to come at or destroy you. Like whatever, any opinion you have, you just have to take it as like, okay, this is something that I can learn from. So that's why it'll be at ad agencies or freelancing or working with anybody. When there's someone I know who's way better than me, just ask questions. For the most part, yep. if you're humble, if you're a good dude or a good person, woman, whatever, there'll be more than open to it's share the information. Same situation that happened with me. If you don't, if you know, I work at Gap, correct? Like, yeah, did, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right. So uh, the last four days, I've, I've, I was at, um, I was at the corporate offices, and we were having franchise week, right? Franchise week is when they like come in, like people from outside of the country like haiti yeah and, like chile and all of them yeah. have like a franchise and gap oh, right killer. so they come into the corporate buildings and we basically create the showroom okay right um so the showroom is basically it was separated into four days and each day we try to do uh, one section so we did uh kids women's men's and then babies nice okay. so the last day which was yesterday <clears throat> towards the end Basically, what we were doing, we were kind of setting up a shop. A shop is like, you know, the way something looks. Okay. Yep. So, like, that we can intrigue the people from the franchise to Got it. buy whatever it is for holiday season. So, they come in and they, like, look around. Nice. They buy whatever they got to buy for their store. So, the responsibility that I had was, you know, making sure that the shop looked decent and viable. Right. Got I it. don't have experience with any of that. Right. You know, like, I don't, this is supposed to be square box folded. This is supposed to be folded this way, this way. Like, I don't have experience with that. Yeah. So clearly, you know, I fucked up a couple times. Right. And towards the end, um, I kind of, I finished everything, but it looked empty. 
Like it Got literally it. looked like there was nothing there. And then I guess the the visual merchandiser that was there, he kind of took a look at it and he was like, ah, that looks that looks kind of empty. Like I don't want to buy anything. Right. And I am like, all right, I, I get you. So he kind of took over. He kind of he changed everything around. Yep. Yep. You know. And to me, like, at first, I got kind of, like, pissed. I yeah. was like, you know, I was like, ah, I just, like, literally just yeah. put my sweat and tears into it. Right, right. And then, you know, I, at the end, I was like, he made it look better than what I made it look. Yeah. And then I told him, you, you're a genius. He was like, because literally on the spot, he fixed up everything. He made it look better. He's right. like yeah well i have 20 years doing this exactly so then in yeah. my head i'm like oh well that kind of makes it a little <laughs> bit better yeah you know because it's like sometimes you do have to remember that sometimes people do have that experience it's like and also seeing the behind the scenes of what everyone does like there's, yeah there's a lot of artists that for example the one that just pops up to my head is just lebron james right you know lebron james has been playing basketball for the year like a few not a few years, but he's, you know, yeah, he's been playing, playing for a while. He's been, yeah, like he started playing when he was like, you know, like eight, nine, seven, eight, whatever. nine, seven. But if you see the behind the scenes of what the guy does, like he literally works hard to get where he's at. And yes. he has the recognition yep. that he has and he's worked hard for it. Yep. And then like literally you don't see the behind the scenes of anything. Yeah. You don't. Right. Like I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty sure you work a whole ton, a lot. Yeah. And I wanna I wanna direct that to like the I know that you did the the video for Louis Louis Vuitton Louis Vuitton yeah like how was the process with that like yeah it's like um when you freelance when you're like with a couple of ad agencies and doing work with them um they hire you for the jobs they think that you will be good at usually they've seen some of your work you're like okay this is kind of your pocket we feel like so you could probably kill it here um so it's just a very collaborative process like for the lv gig for instance i was working with this uh ad agency called annex 88 okay um i know about them and then heard about them yeah they do a good amount like adidas work yeah too yeah do work with them as well um but the whole process of it is really like you have people who before they even reached out to you have created like this kind of creative deck of like visuals and boards of what they would like stuff to look like when you're coming in as like a dp or an editor there's people at an ad agency who've already done kind of the first steps of the creative process for you right. and you're like adding to that to make it better or you're trying to put it in a realistic way if it doesn't work right like sometimes like can we try this idea do this do this do this and you're like do you ever that's get not possible definitely you ever get frustrated when they do that I definitely it's more so not with like annex specifically but with other creative ad agencies that i work with right sometimes they'll give you an opinion on something and you're like bro that makes no sense <laughs> like what what do you why would you want it to look like that and just because you kind of now have like a, a visual knowledge right, and right. like background you have a taste that's set you know so when things aren't at that level you're kind of just looking there like during the headlights like <laughs> okay wow y'all really want it that bad okay but you do it anyway right? yeah because it's like at a certain it depends on what it is like some things you'll fight for if you're with a great team of creators with you mm -hmm. and who are open to you know different opinions then you can do that then you could be like i don't think this will work like i had a previous project i did a week ago 
uh, one of the lead creators of the company asked we can do this one thing and I was like it doesn't look good man it, it doesn't work and then you know he's like fight me for a little bit so then you show them mm-hmm. also like an implementer so you can like see and they're like okay you're right yeah yeah <laughs> you're right which is great sometimes you don't have people that open and it's like no this is how I want it and I've hired you to do it this way <laughs> it must really uh, it's annoying yeah it mixes it switches up it switches up do you think that you would want to work at an agency for the rest of your life or like definitely i mean maybe in the future like start an own agency okay you know under your own umbrella um that's everyone's goal i feel like everyone wants like you start off learning the the basics and then everyone's goal eventually if you're really hard at it i mean is eventually to start your own your own whatever yeah your own shop because then you're like you see all these things that other people do that you wouldn't do and you're like all right man let me just get my own thing (laughs) (laughs) you know but uh yeah i'm really into like right now for the most part kind of doing working with different people and then eventually having another company under me which i would do like have film projects that i want to produce and like things like that in the future are you doing any projects right now? Uh, film? Yeah. Film projects, I'm concepting a fashion film, two fashion films. Um, that's it for the film basis right now. Um, yeah, those are the only two things film related and work. And then one of my boys is currently like pitching a TV show to a network, so I might get on board with that to help. But right now it's just two. Those Todd two. with his own, <laughs> his own television show. <laughs> it would be my boys. He's the one who like wrote it. I would just be helping out. I would just be helping out. So aside from being a creative, is there anything else that you see yourself that you would be like? Huh. I I think I ask myself that question every single day, and I still don't know the answer yeah, to it. Yeah, it's hard. It's like. Kind of things you would do once you are like set in life. Yeah. Like I'd be like, I would love to like travel and like help you know mm-hmm. different countries and the people in like impoverished places. You know things like that. Yeah. But I think for at to do it at the level that I'd like to do it at, right. I need to be better built and have better foundation and be further along for me to even start to think about helping other people. So is there like another career choice that you choose? Like, Not another career choice. No, this is kind of it. I like went to be a doctor real quick <laughs> when I was like a, a real young kid because my mom's a nurse. Right. And I'm like, yeah, I'll be a doctor. I saw one live surgery. I was like, nah, bro, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it for me. <laughs> I think we're going to kill it with this last question, but because oh. you mentioned your mom, how did you like when you told your mom you were yeah. freelancing and you wanted to take this full time, yeah. was she like on board with it? Yeah, it's kind of. Because um, I know, like, some parents be like, "You're out of your mind." Right, you're right. Lit- what What do you think you're doing? <laughs> so my mom has always been very supportive. Being in the like Haitian Caribbean, right. you know, type, yeah. it's like yeah. kind of similar. <laughs> where you're like, yeah. you better be going for a doctor, lawyer, like. Whatever's going to get and you And then bread. if you do something else that's not aside from it, it's yeah. like, all right, you're a little crazy because right. it doesn't work. Right. You're just... Exactly. Okay. It's just the same thing. But uh, one thing, my older brother, he kind of first kind of paved the way. He was doing music. So my brother kind of... Re- I mean, my mom kind of realized that she had some creative kids from that. And then the intensity and seriousness that I told her that I was going to go for this, she was like, okay, you mean it. Like, so do it. And then she kind of let me just be on my own and 
kind of uh, set my path, which is very dope of her. I literally said that was going to be the last one, but like two questions <laughs> like popped up, and I just want to continue. Go ahead. Go <laughs> and, like, ahead. It's like, I'm all with like, you. it's just like, oh, wait, he just said something really good that I can just ask. So it's like, all right, uh, like, so coming from someone that is a freelancer, has done it for how many years now? Like four, three, three years. Three years you've now. been doing it, and you've been, you have had some good gigs, and you've, you know, been doing it for a while like i've had this conversation with myself yeah. and it's a really strong um conversation like literally it can go left it can go right so school do you right. think school plays an important like an important role when it becomes being creative nah i don't think so right i don't think so i think like and i was also talking to bash about this right. the other day too there are definitely things that a teacher helps with in like certain creative things with a foundation they kind of give you the proper form to work from that will make it easiest for you to grow so i will give some respect for that regard but as creatives our entire being is just to fuck shit up like you don't think you (laughs) should like go to debt just for that yeah we live in a time where like everything's online yeah yeah. everything's online like okay so the the three things that i always go by is learn read teach yourself watch videos network watch people ask questions and just do it yeah Yeah. you know those are the three the three things that i always go by just do it you know continuously do it like you said trial and error yeah you know um and i mean i feel like also school it's just it's also good for it's like networking yes that you know? will, that's the one thing i'll say was probably like my school biggest does that for you where it will like literally help you sometimes get into certain things because yeah. you need a certain internship and yep. like you know you need a certain whatever so it's like but what about when some companies require you to have a degree like so that's... far yeah it's like i don't have a degree right at all like i got a certificate for the one year that there you go (laughs) right just (laughs) that seals it for you yeah and then a lot of people too like if you um like even like on lebron james show the shop uh interrupted right he brings in a lot of people working in there and like a lot of them have no degrees a lot of artists will get degrees later on like they'll blow up, get big, get their money, who and was then it? who was it that just got the degree? Now was it childish? Um, it was someone that just got the degree, that finished just getting their degree, and he's an artist. Uh, I feel like it's childish. I'm not or sure. Some, fuck, I would I believe uh, childish went to NYU before he even popped really? off. Yeah, he went to NYU. What he, did he study? Uh, he was in the film program, I believe, and he did like writing. He dropped a couple like comedy. Like videos, he has a lot of stuff that he did, and then he wrote for Thirty Rock, oh. and then he wrote for uh, yeah, he did a lot of writing before he even got to like, uh, yeah, like making music on his own. Then he started like doing Thirty uh, Community while he was rapping. Then he finally hit a point where Community was about to get canceled. Then he jumped more full time into musicianship and just jumped off from there. But. Um, yeah man it's just the only thing with school i'd say is networking really like one of my best friends that i've met while in school still to this day we help each other out like non-stop i have i've been in school for like two semesters yeah. and i think the only the good thing that i got out of it was learning film like right. film photography yeah um that's the only reason i love film 
film photography is something that is just it's it's precious and i'll I'll continue continuously say it like i i'm not as good at it as i want to because film is very costly yeah and then it's like for me to do at like other things as well too it's like that is also costly and then having to find the right clients yeah the right money so it's like i've learned from that and also i learned from um um he's a photographer his name is jules allen he's been he's been um shooting for like years now like he's you know at that peak where he's old and he's teaching the class yeah you know he's released a couple books you know so it's like one of those he's has he has his work i believe in the met no yeah so he has a couple works there so it's like when you have people like that and literally like that's the only reason but it's like right towards the end of the semester i told them what i wanted to do like eventually like i wanted to release a book yeah and then he's like stick by me like I told him those words and he's yeah. like, listen, kid, just stick by me and I'll help you. And I was like, damn, like I really like right. it's one of those situations yeah. where it's like, I wish I could, but it's like, right. I don't feel like spending two thousand, three thousand dollars just for that one class. Yeah, I feel it's like, you. Damn. It's like for sure. There's definitely it's a lot of investing into yourself. Yeah. But like, you know, like investing, you're not going to see that return right. right away. You're going to see that like two, three years, four or five years down the line, you'll see that investment actually return for you and that's kind of where that falls in but it's dependent too on like the individual sometimes some people are their own go-getter and they're like all right like i'll take what you taught me so far and i'm just gonna run with it on my own and figure shit out from there so it's, those are the two sides of it it's like whatever you something, think you would succeed at something my brother always told me shout out to my brother shout out. um <laughs> He's always told me that you, nothing comes overnight. You don't get yeah. you don't get success overnight. Yep. You know, so it's literally babe, baby steps and something that I heard I think like a podcast I think yesterday. Yeah. You know, if we're in this like any creative that's in this, we we got to be in this for the long run exactly. because this is something that it it takes time and yeah. it takes process. It's yep. literally like tedious with everything that we do because when it comes freelancing you're working for yourself you're, yeah you know making sure that you're getting fed you're making sure you're getting paid you're getting yep. you know and also goes to legal actions just yep. in case you know filling out papers taxes and knowing what you're doing it's a lot freelancing is a lot yeah working yeah. for yourself is a lot but it is definitely i feel that it's worth it i yeah. feel that freelancing is absolutely worth it. it's rewarding and I've grown so much more from this process than I would have. I feel that there's just so much more to life yeah. than just working a nine to five and doing the same shit over yeah. and over. Like literally, yeah. like, imagine, yeah. <laughs> imagine that. Imagine waking I'm up like, on Monday, <laughs> Monday through Friday, yeah. forty years plus, probably thirty years plus, and yeah. you're doing the same thing. You go into the same building, you see yeah. the same people, you say the same phrases, you do the same bills. You say like literally, and like, it's like it's crazy. You it's, know, shout out to the people who like actually enjoy it i'm like great i'm happy for you but 99 percent of us are like yeah like don't 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 get me wrong like there's there's something wrong with that you know some people some people can do it and some people enjoy doing it because sometimes office jobs are for certain people there's people that do admin work and they love doing admin work what i'm like the the main point that i want is just be happy with what you're doing Yes, hundred percent. But there's also more to life than just going. Like literally, yeah, there's so exactly. much more. I'm like, bro, like this job is happening. Traveling places, you know, like right. you know, it's just like, oh, what? You, I got flown <laughs> out to here for free. It was like, cause I had the money for it. Good looks, thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many 
like perks and things that oh, just happen man. that come along when you just love something and put your all into it. Someone who's at a higher level who still loves it, they're going to see your love and then they're going to want to try to pull you along too. That's dope. Well, wow. It does, it, I do this every time <laughs> and it doesn't feel like 40 minutes. Like it, <laughs> we're literally about to reach an hour and I'm like, where and how? Like that's... I feel you, Anyways, I don't. Do you have anything for me? Do you want concerns? <laughs> <laughs> no concerns. No, no, I think you're good. Um, yeah, no, I think we're good. We could do another take maybe later or something. But I think maybe later well. with the, the 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 five. I don't. Yo, yeah, that's that's that a top be, secret. That would that's be. top secret. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that's top secret. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um. <laughs> yeah, we had. Thank you. Of again. course. You already look at that. Pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> uh, thank you for inviting me out to your crib. Yeah, thank you, you know, for recording me. Soon, happy. like I said, we'll have my studio. Yeah, yeah. And I thank you for the motivation, hey, the inspiration. Of course. Thank you for the knowledge, and for anyone that is listening, you know, if you're trying to become a full-time creative, whatever it may be, rapper, you can do it. Yeah. Go out, push, do it. It doesn't come to you immediately. Yeah. Just. Continue on doing what you're doing. You're taking pictures. Continue taking pictures. If you're doing videos, continue doing videos. You're an artist. Continue painting. Whatever it is. If you want to own a business, continue on going to conferences, networking, and just doing whatever it is. Like, it's not easy. And that's why I want this to be an episode. Like, it's not easy. I don't want to be that type of person that you see on social media. Yeah, just swipe up if you want to make, you know, $2,000 in one week by just doing this. But it's just helping them benefit. Like Absolutely. You know. Knowledge as well. You don't know what you don't know. Again, thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And, yeah, bro. Like, just. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. First podcast. Yo. (laughs) I really hope you guys enjoyed that episode i had so much fun recording it having a conversation with taj if you guys enjoyed it as well you guys could leave a review you guys can leave um a rating of five stars um you guys can also hit me up with topics feedback whatever it may be you can leave them in the comments you can you can message me through the unique minds uh instagram which is unique minds mnds and not with an i and every feedback anything that i get i take it into heavy consideration i just want to say thank you for every listener that has been listening from end to finish it's only been five episodes and i want to continue on doing this i'm having so much fun talking to these unique mind people getting picking their brains and hearing stories and I hope that you guys learn from this as well, that I'm learning as well. That is the main purpose for these podcast episodes with these people. Um, Stay tuned for more. I'm going to continue on doing more podcasts. Um, So, yeah. Thank you.